Hello and welcome to episode 15 of the Mama Love podcast. Today I thought I would talk about what we do with the personal belongings of loved ones who have passed and when's the right time to make that happen. Welcome to the Mama Love podcast. My name is Annie Love and I'm a mum, a wife, a life coach, creative spirit, and all-round positive thinker. Our parenting journey has been, well, a bit of a roller coaster, and I've learned the hard way how to navigate through some pretty tumultuous times. This podcast is about finding joy, even in the midst of darkness, and believing that we can find light on the other side, even if the landscape is different to how we expected it to look. We're going to share stories and conversations along the way, and talk about how we create our best life even when things feel hard. Thank you for being here. A question that I have seen a few times around the interwebs is what do we do with the personal belongings of those we have loved who have passed on and when's the right time to make that happen? And it's so tricky because, you know, our the physical belongings of these loved ones of ours are the last real physical connection we have to that person. And so it's really hard to know, you know, what to do with them and when's the right time. And I really think it's a very individual situation, you know, it's going to feel different for every person. But I thought I would just talk through uh, how we went about dealing with Nicholas's belongings after he died and, and what the timeline was for that. Um, and I'll also touch on um, how the experience was slightly different when my mum died and how we dealt with her personal belongings. So just to give you a bit of an idea about, I guess, two examples just so that you might know what feels right for you when the time comes. So with Nicholas's belongings, I feel like we left everything intact like we didn't really put anything away for quite some time and I remember my beautiful friend Ruth saying to me that that it was okay to put things away and maybe put them in boxes but not to actually get rid of them all together because it just gave us time to really work out when was the right time for us and once you've given things away you can't get them back really. So I really liked that strategy and I thought that that was a good thing to keep in mind. I do remember having decided to give away one item of Nicholas's and I knew exactly the family that I wanted to give it to. And I absolutely don't regret that decision. Um, And I know it's been well used, but probably in hindsight, it was a bit early. Uh, It was probably within a month or so of Nicholas dying and I remember vividly this family coming to pick it up and I was a mess Um, because to me it felt so iconic to who he was and I was passing it on and I didn't necessarily need it to stay in our house because it was quite bulky and Um, I really wanted it to be used and utilised by another family, but I think it was probably pretty soon and pretty raw to be giving that away. 
Um, when it came to his bedroom, so Nicholas and Charlie shared a bedroom and for quite a long time we kept two beds in that room and all of the clothes of Nicholas is in the uh, in his cupboard and uh, we had a lot of toys out on Nicholas's bed and we still had the photos up uh, that we'd had in his hospital room in ICU, which were all like our favourite photos blown up onto A4 sheets of paper and we had them all over the wall for quite some time. But as Charlie grew and he was six at the time that Nicholas died and as he grew and I started to feel a little bit frustrated with the lack of space in his room and, you know, the bed that sadly wasn't being used anymore. And it was probably a year later, so the June-July school holidays in the year following Nicholas dying, that I decided Charlie's room needed a makeover. And I know that Ben wasn't ready, Um, but he came to the point where he said to me that he was okay for the bedroom to be made over, but he didn't really want to have anything to do with it, which is completely fair. And I think we just all need to do what's right for us. And I appreciated that he was able to speak that truth and to allow me to make changes So I took lots of photos of the room as it was and have kept them for posterity. And I spent a lot of money at Ikea. And as I often do, I went to Ikea by myself and ended up with two trolleys worth of things. Um, I organised Airtasker to help me put them together. And that was money well spent, not having to fight over putting Ikea packaged furniture together um but I did the the bedroom reno for Charlie and it did feel really nice and spacious and a bit of a fresh start for him with regard to Nicholas's clothes I reckon it was probably another 12 months after that where I actually was ready to go through Nicholas's clothes and I ended up keeping a box of special items, items that really made me um, connect with Nicholas, items that I would often see on him that really make, when I look at them, they are so Nicholas. Um, And there are also some items in there from when he was tiny and and some of those are hand-me-downs that, you know, that the other boys had worn as well. So I've kept those special items and at some point I will probably get some of them made into a a blanket or a keepsake of some sort that we can keep. But for now, they're in a box, safely safely in a box, ready for one day. Um, The rest of Nicholas's clothes we donated to a charity called Rise Up, which helps um, helps families who are affected by domestic violence and that was through a friend of ours who um, helped make that happen and we were really um, just delighted to get an email to say that it had gone to a specific family that was in need and and I, I think for me it was important that I didn't really want to see clothes, Nicholas's clothes on people that we knew 
or people close by. So it was nice that 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 those clothes went to a family in need and also a family that wasn't close to us. Um, They were down at, you know, at the Sunshine Coast or the Gold Coast or a little bit away from Brisbane. So I think that worked out well. Um, And it was also nice to know that, you know, a, a really hard situation, you know, in losing a child, that there was some light in that, that we were able to share some of his things with other people. We have got a wooden chest that, like a treasure chest, that's got some really special items of Nicholas's in there. Um, and we will keep those and they're, they're our connection to him. And I, I like that, you know, we have some special items that aren't necessarily on display, but, but we know we can go and have a look through them if we ever want to. We've given, a fair few things to my sister for her daughters and I feel comfortable knowing that at some point she will pass them on to other families and that will be okay but right at the time it was important for me to keep them within our family but I'm also okay with knowing that they will go elsewhere one day. And finally, we have in our home a little altar. So we have some special photos, um, candles, books, uh, crystals, and things that help us keep our spiritual connection to Nicholas. So it's taken quite a while. You know, it's been over four years now since Nicholas died. and But progressively, we have gone through and decided what to do with each of the things that he owned. But we've done it in a time frame that's worked for us. When my mum died in January of 2019, it was a different situation and my dad was quite keen to have his daughters go through all of mum's clothes. And I think he knew that mum would have wanted other people to you know, she actually had received not so long before she died some beautiful new clothes and I know that she would have wanted other people to be wearing. So, uh, and also at the time my sister uh, Margaret lives in Singapore and so she was in town um, and we really wanted to go through mum's clothes uh, together, the four daughters. So we utilised that time, you know, in the few weeks after mum died to go through all of her clothes. And so we did give a lot. My mum actually had a lot of clothes. I didn't realise how many clothes she actually had. I'm sure she didn't wear a quarter of them. But we did give quite a few of them to St Vincent de Paul. We kept a few items each for ourselves, um, things that, you know, we thought we'd actually get some use out of but also have that connection to mum and then there were some again some iconic items that made us really think about mum that we've kept and that we will get made into a cushion or a blanket or a keepsake of some sort for each family each of her seven children and their you know and their families um so I guess I just wanted to say that whatever time frame you decide to look through 
and to give away or to keep the items belonging to loved ones that you've lost is okay and it has to feel right for you. And I guess, you know, when we think about the Marie Kondo, you know, does it spark joy? Know that that item sparked joy at some point and that it's also okay to release it. You know, maybe it will spark joy for somebody else. So you don't have to hold on to everything. They're still with you in some way, in some spiritually connected form. The person that you love is still with you. And I think it's really nice to hold on to a couple of special things that make you feel like you have a physical connection to them, but it's also okay to let them go. So I hope that makes things a little bit easier for you when you're trying to think about what to do with the belongings of your loved one. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Mama Love Podcast. I am so grateful to have you here. If you love the show, I'd be honoured if you could hit subscribe. Perhaps you'd like to hire me as your very own coach, cheerleader and support crew. You can find out more about my coaching services over at mamalove.com forward slash coaching. That's M-U-M-M-A-L-O-V-E dot com forward slash coaching. Or just come and chat to me on Instagram or Facebook at Mama Love. Talk to you soon.